death. Many times we mention it as what could have been, as in being in a car accident and walking away, but looking at the car and saying it could have been so much worse. I could have been dead or been somewhere there was a shooting and someone was killed by a straight bullet and said, that could have been me. I close my eyes at night to wake up in the morning and thank God because it's a blessing that I woke up to a new day. I've come to realize that every second I draw a breath on this earth is a blessing because at any given moment, I could have been dead. So many times we speak it and sing it and testify to it saying, I could have been dead sleeping in my grave. Well, this time for me was different. This time, my wording changes just a little bit and the meaning changes a lot. Not I could have been dead, but instead, I was almost dead. Let me say that again because to say it humbles me in a way that nothing has ever humbled me before. I was almost dead. Let me tell you a story, or should I stay, share with you my testimony when you pray without ceasing and God answers you in a way that's undeniable, a testimony of life. I had a lot going on in my life all at once. Some very important life decisions I needed to make. I took it to God and I asked him to give me the answer in a very definitive way where there would be no confusion on what I must do. It was a huge decision on my future. I was also praying because of my inactivity physically. I was continually gaining weight. I needed to lose weight and keep it off. I had been getting crippling migraines that no medication seemed to help me with. So I became hooked on smoking tobacco to try and cope and lighten headaches. Something I thought I would never do had been now become a habit. All the pain I had felt for years had been gone but my body would still get so weak that I would still have to use a cane and on desperate days, need a walker if I did too much. I spent days and nights, nights and days praying for all of these things. I talked to God out loud, quietly, in the shower, in my car. Every chance I got, I spoke to him. I needed my prayer answering God and I was willing to be patient and wait. Late one Wednesday night, February 28th, to early Thursday morning, March 1st, the day I was supposed to have a meeting about my future, God pushed pause. He paused my life as everything around me kept going on. I stood still. I had a fluke severe allergic reaction, some blood pressure medicine that I had been taking for almost 15 years. My tongue started swelling first. By the time I ran to the gas station to buy Benadryl, my throat was already swelling and I couldn't talk. I tried to take it at home, but my throat and tongue was too swollen to swallow anything. I text my wife to come on home from work and I was driving myself to the emergency room. I filled the cup up with ice cubes and kept squeezing one at a time in my mouth and letting it melt to try and keep the airway open enough for me to breathe as I drove to the hospital. By the time I got to the hospital, I was out of ice cubes 
and I couldn't talk. My throat was completely swollen. I was struggling to breathe. I walked in and the nurse at the desk could see why I was in distress and ran out to help me. All I could do was point to my throat. He rushed me back and they began processes from there. Everything for me gets a little fuzzy after that as to what was going on. But I did read back through all of the doctor and nurse's notes to get a good recap. What I do know is they had a really hard time getting a tube down my throat. It took them about two hours and I was in ICU for seven days. The pause on my life was in full effect. I couldn't tell you what was going on in the outside world, but inside of me, I lived through my judgment day. I saw my whole life play out in front of me as if I was watching it on a movie screen. I saw my good, my bad, my ugly, and my beautiful moments. I saw the moments I had yet to witness that I didn't want to miss out on with my kids. And that in itself made me cry out to God as I laid there feeling helpless. You see, when I was driving myself to the hospital, I could feel as the oxygen flow kept getting slimmer. In that moment, I couldn't panic. I refused to give up. I knew if I could just make it to the hospital, they could figure a way to save my life. Hindsight, so many things could have gone wrong on the drive as my ear was fading, but God. I could have ran out of ice cubes before I ever made it there and my throat closed up, but God. Not only could I have hurt myself, but also someone else while taking a chance, driving to save my life. But God, it's a miracle that I made it to the hospital that night. And I can honestly tell you, I don't remember anything about the ride there. All I can remember is the dilemma of should I speed to get there and risk being pulled over and increase my chances of dying? Or should I drive the speed limit knowing I have no time to spare? It is only by the grace of God that I made it. He had to take control of me, of the car, clear the path ahead of me and allow me to go obstacle free to the hospital. Pause. This is where I say God pushed pause on my life. Everyone outside of me went on for that week that time stood still for me, but not me. I was separated from the real world, literally from March 1st to March 8th, with no clue of what was going on outside of me. Honestly, I thought I was dead. And reliving all the decisions I had made in my life, good and bad from the time I was a child, I was begging God for another chance at life. So in that moment, when everything around me kept moving, but I stood still, God began to answer all the questions I had, all the things I had been praying about and for. He showed me where I'd stepped out on faith, but still held back because of pushback from others. It occurred to me in that moment that when I was doing everything I wanted to wrong, I could care less what people thought of me. But when I'm actually trying to do the right things, I let the opinion of others dictate how, I, how committed I am to an idea. I needed to be stronger. God answered my prayers all at once while I lay, how he laid me there at rest from everyone else. 
He showed me the path I needed to take on my big decision going forward. I walked out of the hospital losing 23 pounds and have been keeping it off. Where I'm weak from being laid up in the hospital, I'm still stronger than I was before going in. I don't get the headaches I used to. So I've cut down on all the migraine medicine and no longer depend on smoking. My voice is changing. I'm not sure what the end result is going to be, but I believe God is building more power behind it so I can deliver his message with even more greater conviction. And on top of all this, something I saw was in the midst of all my wrongdoings over the years. I've also touched a lot of people's lives because when I went down, I had a village of prayer warriors come alive and went to God on my behalf. Sometimes you don't get to witness that until you're gone, but I got to see it firsthand. It's a sign that I'm doing something right, or at least on the right path. For about a week in real time, and what felt like a month in my time, I thought I was dead. I thought I was gone and stuck here watching life go on around me, unable to do anything to stop it or single anyone that I was still here. The doctors and nurses were asking me to respond. And as much as I was trying to scream my name or squeeze their hand, my body was unresponsive to their and my own frustration. I thought at the time, God, I just begun walking the journey you placed in front of me and you're going to snatch me up now? Please let me finish what I've started. As the days and nights all passed, God began to move in me. He began to show me things that he needed me to be still to see. He needed me to pause while the whole world continued to move around me. Sit still and let him show me the way. You see, I knew where I was supposed to get to, and I got the direction on how to get there. I tried to bring people along with me, and when I didn't get the follow-up I desired, I got discouraged and decided I could still get where I needed to be doing it another way. But God said, pause. That's not what he told me to do. There are many ways to accomplish things, but if you don't do things the way God tells you to do them, then you can't expect the blessings he promised you. You have to be obedient and do his will. I learned a lot as I laid there alone, away from the world. And I will never forget every single thing I saw as my life played out slowly before me. But the moment that I will never forget is when I opened my eyes, saw my brother walk in and I could muster the energy to shake his hand and say who he was before fading back. That moment that proved to me that I was alive. The song I listened to every single day on my playlist, when I listened to it for the first time after I got out of the hospital, brought tears to my eyes and an eruption of joy to my soul because it hit me so differently now. I am a living testimony. I could have been dead and gone, but Lord, you let me live on. 
I am a living testimony and I thank the Lord I'm still alive. Not only was I living, breathing on my own, no more tube down my throat or oxygen tank, but when God got through with me, something inside of me came alive that I didn't even know I possessed. A certain conviction came alive in me, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, where I struggle daily to fight off sin. I find myself now with no desire to even be around sinful things. I cringe at the thought. My time here on earth just seems too valuable now. I'd like to wrap up my story by saying, if you see me, walking in your church with tears in my eyes. Don't mind me. I'm just overwhelmed with joy because I'm still alive. If you see me praising God spontaneously, don't mind me. I'm just thanking God for keeping me alive. If you witness me praying off by myself, talking with the Lord. Don't mind me. I'm whispering to him, thanking him for mercy and giving me life. If you see me clapping my hands, waving my hands, singing a song, don't mind me. I'm just happy to be able to draw breath on this earth. If you see me dancing and there's no music playing, don't mind me. I'm not going crazy. There's just a spirit rejoicing in my body, shouting because I'm still alive. When you see me smiling, oh, and I'll always be smiling. Know that my smile is no longer there to hide the pain. I may be feeling inside. My smile is because with every breath that I take, every step I take, every move I make, every blink of my eyes, I'm thanking God that I'm still alive. I thank the Lord that I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still alive. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. Oh, Lord. 